Good morning, today we'll be studying the third chapter of Hilchot Korban Pesach. This chapter will deal with potential issues that may come up. Um, one area that issues may come up with the Korban Pesach that we'll deal with is with appointing a shaliach. And the other uh, issue that we'll deal with in this chapter is animals that may have gotten mixed up, uh, animals that were supposed to be brought as a Korban Pesach and got mixed up with, with each other, with another Habura, um, Towards the end, and we'll deal with that towards the end of the perek. Perek shelishi alacha alef. Haomer leavdo, tse ushchot alai et apesach. Avah bishederich laboishchot tale bechol shana vehalach veshachat alav gedi. Osh ayadar koishchot gedi vehalach veshachat alav tale. Harez yochal mimenu shari lo perish veamar lo shechot li mimin peloni. If somebody told his servant, "Go and slaughter for me the pesach, the korban pesach," even though uh, typically the the master would um, do shechita on a lamb, lamb every year, and the servant goes and slaughters a goat. As we mentioned in the previous chapters, uh, the Korban Pesach can be brought either from a lamb or a goat, both of which have to be between 30 days old and up to one year old. So if, again, the, the master typically would do shechita on a lamb, and the servant went and took a goat, or uh, vice versa, the master is allowed to eat it because he did not explicitly tell the servant to do shechita um, and do the korban pesach on a specific type of animal. He left it. He left it general. He said pesach, which includes either one of the either the tale uh, or the gedi. gedi If the servant went and, um, and 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 slaughtered both a gedi and a tale, a goat and a sheep. Um, in the servant's mind, potentially he did this uh, so that his master can choose which animal uh, he would like. He, the, they're not, uh, the, you, both, we can't, the master cannot eat um, from both of them. Rather, they both have to be taken to Bet HaSerifah. We mentioned in the previous chapters that Bet HaSerifah was a place in the Azara that... Um, that kodashim, that animals that were to be brought as a korban, but became invalid, uh, or, but were nifselu, they would be taken there to burn Because one can't be enumerated on two pesachim, and when the servant went and did shechita uh, on both in the gedi and the tale, it's as if him, uh, his master through him was enumerated on both the gedi and the tale. But if the person sending the shaliyah was a king or a queen, if again the king, the person sending the servant was a king or queen, he told his servant to do shahita for him, and the servant did shahita on the gedi and the tale, the goat and the sheep, the king or queen should eat from the first one because of shalom malchut. Because we want to keep the ruler at ease um, and to maintain peace for the king and uh, as a result, peace for the kingdom. And we don't want the ruler to get, um, to get angry or upset. So therefore, we have this lean, leniency in place only for, for the king. So he eats the first, either the gedi or the tele, whichever one was slaughtered first. Halakha bet. Amarli, 
Somebody who told his servant, go and slaughter for me the Korban Pesach, and told the servant uh, either a goat or a sheep, and the servant forgot which animal his master told him. The, um, the servant takes both a Gedi and Tale, the sheep and the goat, and he says, if um, my master told me to slaughter the Gedi, so the Gedi is his and the sheep is mine. And if he told me um, to slaughter the Tale, the Tale is his and the Gedi is mine. But if the person, the, the, the master, the person who sent the shaliyah forgot what he said, both animals uh, should be taken to Bet Hasrifa because we don't know whose is whose. We don't know we, the tonight that we mentioned that the shaliyah can do doesn't, isn't relevant here because the, 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 the owner, the person who sent the shaliyah doesn't know. Um, who doesn't know what he told the, doesn't know what he told the servant, and we don't know who who the tale belongs to and who the uh, gedi belongs to, and we mentioned before that the pesach is only eaten leminuyav. It's only eaten for the people who are enumerated for it. And since the the, the owner doesn't know which animal, and, and since the, the two animals we don't know who is enumerated for each for for each one respectively, so both of them are to be taken to betas erefav. Im shachach hasholach kodem sheizarek hadam. If the sender forgot which animal it was, which animal he told the shaliyah to slaughter, prior to Zerikat Adam, to the blood being spilled onto, onto the Mizbeach, the owner has to do a has to do Pesach Sheni. Because at the moment of Zerikat Adam, they were not fit, the, the owner and the servant as well, were not fit to eat the Pesach because they, there was no one um, who was enumerated with, with this animal. Therefore, they have to do um, a Pesach Sheni because it, the Korban is considered as though the dam, the blood was Nizrak, to somebody who was not fit, fit to eat it, because again, we don't know which um, animal the owner told the Evid um, to, to take. And so, both, if, and if the animal took both, both, both a Gadi and Tele, and brought them, it's as though the, both animals have nobody who was enumerated for them, if again, the owner doesn't know which uh, animal um, he told his servant to take. And if he but if the um, owner forgot only after the dam was thrown and spilled onto the Mizbeach, he is exempt from doing a Pesach Sheni. Same thing applies to an Ayavid. Before we were dealing with a Shaliyah, an agent, now we are dealing with an Ayavid. And an Ayavid can't do what the Shaliyah can do. The Ayavid can't say, Tale Shali or Gedi Shali. Because um, he has no ability to purchase anything on his own. The rule is, Whatever the servant purchases really belongs to his master. And only if somebody gave him, um, gave him the animal on the condition that it, none of it belongs to, to his master like we'll see, will be the solution here. Um, only then will it belong to the Eved.
So, so if a master told his servant, go and slaughter for me a korban, and told him either and told him a specific animal, but the Eved forgot what his master told him. And the solution is that the, the servant goes to a shepherd that his master typically goes to, and the, the shepherd tells him the following, so the the shepherd tells him the following: slaughter both of them, so that you can fulfill what your master told you. And one of these animals are yours on the condition that your master does not have a share in that animal. And if the shepherd does that, if the shepherd does that and gives one animal to the Eved on the condition that the master does not have a share in it, only then will the Eved be able to do the Tenai that we mentioned before uh, with the Shaliyah, that we mentioned the Tenai as a refresher of the Shaliyah is Im Gedi Amar Li. If the master, and the condition is that if the master said, told, if the master told me, um, the he told me a goat, so then the goat is his and the sheep is mine. But if he told me a sheep, he told me slaughter a sheep, the sheep is his and the goat is mine. And this only works for the scenario of the Evid, provided he is given um, one of the animals. Um, with a, on the condition that it fully belongs to him and his master does not have a share in it. Halacha gimel. B'nei chavura sh'amru le'ehad, lech u'shchod alenu eta pesach, ve'amar hu lahem ve'atem shachatu alai, ve'shachat hu ve'shachatu hem, o'chlin kulan mizzeh she'nishchat rishon, ve'aharon yeseh lavet ha'serifah. So members of a chavura that told one of the one of the people in the chavura, go and um, do slaughter a korban pesach on our behalf, and he told them, and you also do shahita for me on my behalf as well. And he did the shahita, and they also did the shahita. So all of the members of the habura eat from the animal that was slaughtered first, and the second one that was slaughtered is to be taken to bet haserifa. The reason for this is because the reason that we eat the first one is because after a Korban Pesach was slaughtered, a person isn't allowed to bring an additional Korban Pesach. So that's why the first one takes precedence, and this includes all the members of the Habura. So a Habura whose Pesach was lost. And they told one of the members of the Habura, go and find another, go and find another one and slaughter it on our behalf. And he went and found the Pesach the, that was lost and he slaughtered it. And they, in the meanwhile, took another, a different um, animal and slaughtered it. If he, if the person who they told to go find the to go to go um, do another korban pesach for, with a different animal, his was slaughtered first. He eats from that one, 
and the other members of the Habura eat with him as well. And the second one that they brought, uh, that they the second the second and the, the the second animal that was brought, that one being the one that was lost, found by the rest of the members of the Habura, should be burned, taken to Beta Serifa, obviously. And if theirs was slaughtered first, they eat from theirs, and he eats from his. The reason, the reason for this, and the sort of underpinning of this halakha, is that the Bene Habura appointed this this person as a shaliyah on their behalf, but he did not appoint them uh, to slaughter on his behalf. Therefore, the person who was sent to find um, the korban eats from the one that he sla- that he that he slaughters um, in regardless of if the other animal was found and they eat from theirs only they eat from theirs assuming his was not slaughtered before because by them slaughtering the animal it's as though they absolved the shlihut that they sent him to do. If we don't know which animal was slaughtered first, or if they were slaughtered at the same time, So if we don't know which one was slaughtered first, or if they were slaughtered at the same time, he eats from his, and they do not eat with him, and theirs goes to Bet Hasirifa, and they are exempt from doing Pesach Sheni. The reason for this is because it's, they, they definitely were, um, they definitely fulfilled their obligation from either one of the of the animals that were brought, whether it was from the person who they sent, whether it's from the one that... Um, that they brought on their own, but because there is a safek of which one was first, they're exempt from doing a pesach sheni. But they fulfilled their obligation of bringing the korban. Halacha he, Amar lahem zeh shelahuhu levakesh pesach sheavad ushshahoto im eharti shahatu atem alai halach umasa veshahat vehem lakhu veshahatu. If the person they sent to find the pesach that was lost lost and slaughtered it. If he says the following, if I am late, slaughter the an- slaughter another one on my behalf. And then he found the Pesach and he, he found the Qurban and he slaughtered it himself and they took another animal and did the shahita. Im shalahim nishhat rishon, if theirs was slaughtered first, hem ochelim ishillahem vehu ochel immahem vesheni yisaref. If theirs was slaughtered first, they eat from theirs, and he joins them and eats from theirs also. And the second one um, that he found, which was the original korban that was to be offered, is um, is taken to Beit Hasarifa and burned. But if his was slaughtered first, if his was slaughtered first, he eats from his, and they eat from theirs. If we don't know which one was slaughtered first, or which one, or they both, or if they both were both slaughtered at the same time, and if 
again, we don't know, know which one was slaughtered first or if they were slaughtered at the same time. They eat from theirs and he does not join them and his goes to Beta Serifa and he is exempt from doing the Pesach Sheni, similar to um, pretty, pretty much the exact same logic and reason that we mentioned from the, for the previous, um, the previous Halakha because this individual, his obligation was definitely fulfilled whether from his, whether from theirs. Um, and so he is exempted from doing a Pesach Sheni, Halakha Vav. Avad lahem Pesach ve'avad lo Pesach. Ve'amar lahem, se'u v'akshu v'shachatu alay. Ve'amru lo, se'u v'akesh v'shachat alaynu. Halakh u'masa v'shachat. Mas'u hem v'shachatu, o'chlin kulan min harishon. Ve'sheni yisaref. If um, you have a group and an individual, both of which their, pes- their respective um, Pesachim, their animals, were lost, and the individual told the group, um, go and find a, a, an animal and do shahita on my behalf. And then they told him the same thing, go and find the Pesach and, and slaughter it on our behalf. And then he found um, his animal and did the shahita, and they found their animal and did, they did the shahita. They eat from, they all eat from the first animal that was slaughtered, and the second one um, is to be burned. But if we don't know which one was slaughtered first or if they were slaughtered at the same time, both, um, both of the animals are to be taken to Beta Serifa and both the group and the individual are exempt from doing Pesach Shani. If he went to search and they also went to search, and both the group and the person did not say anything to each other, even if their intention was to slaughter each on each other to slaughter on each other's behalf. Or if there were gestures made to each other or things that we could assume that they agreed that Whoever finds the animal should slaughter it on behalf of the other, uh, on the other party. Since nothing explicit was said and no condition was verbally made, and they didn't say, and no, and, and both parties didn't say anything to each other. Neither party nor the shaliyah or the rest of the habura are responsible for each other, and it's, it's as if they are two separate entities. Two groups that their korbanot were um, mixed up prior to the shahita being done. That at this point, they, 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 can, still, um, they can still release, sort of release their, their ownership from, from the animal. Hasheni, the first group takes um, a sheep from the mixed, from the, the bunch of mixed animals that are there, and the second group takes a second animal from the animals that are mixed. And one member of the first group joins the second group, and a member of the second group joins the first group. 
And the whole group tells the new individual who came from the other group the following. If our Pesach is this animal that, we've, that we picked, that got mixed up, you are removed from your share of the other group and you are enumerated with us in our group. And if your animal is in fact the one that we picked, our shares are removed from the other original animal and we are enumerated onto yours. And in the reasoning here, we need to do kind of a reset of the minui, of the enumeration of the haburot, because the animals got mixed together. But at the same time, we need to keep one of the members of the original, of each respective havura, in case the animal that was picked is the animal that was originally um, enumerated with, those, with, with, the, with the initial group. So that's why we, we do the switch here. And the, and, and the whole reason for this is because we, we can't have the Pesach to be without an owner at all, for at any point. So we, we need the Pesach to be owned all the time by at least one individual of the Habura. And so if the two Pesachim got mixed together, we need a member from each original Habura to switch, and then we can make this and so too with five haburot um, of five people, with and, and each group will have a new member, or ten groups with ten members. So a new member is taken from each um, a, new, a member is taken from another yeah a member is taken from one group placed to to another group so that each havura has one new members they do the same tonight that we mentioned before and then um, they can do the korban pesach two people that their um, their animals got mixed up one person takes one animal that was to be Korban Pesach, and the other takes the other animal. So, what, so you have two people who's both, whose animals got mixed up, and they, took, um, they each took an animal, and they don't know if it's theirs or not. So they take somebody from, from the street and add them to, the, to be in their Habura, and the, the, the second person does the same thing. So that now we have two havurot of two people. And we the same thing, the same thing that we mentioned above that we mentioned before um, should happen. That one of the two people from the first group switches with um, one of the two people from the second group. So this, the similar condition, a similar tenai is made that each um, person who came into the new Habura says, if this is 
no, each person who, each one of the original two people from the, from the two initial parties that we mentioned that had the animals and got mixed up. So they say, they say the following. If this is really my Pesach, my shares are, uh, my shares of, my share and my ownership is removed from yours and it's now, and I'm now enumerated on this animal. And if this is your, if this is your animal, uh, my hands are, my ownership is released from my animal and I am enumerated with you on your new animal. And we find now, as a result, that each group um, didn't lose anything. And really what's happening here is that the, each, each person is nullifying their, their minui, their enumeration. Uh, and, and essentially doing it again. Because as we mentioned, we can't leave the Pesach, the, the Pesach ownerless, owner, ownerless, ownerless for any point in time. And in addition, a person can't be enumerated on two Pesachim simultaneously. Halacha tet, final halacha. Hamishashanit arivu orot pishehem. Five people whose the skins of the uh, Pesach got mixed together. As we mentioned, of course, the skin of the, um, of the korban is only, is, of course, after the shechita. And a callus, which is a moon that invalidates the korban, is found in one of the skins of the animal. All five animals, um, are, all five, um, yeah, all five animals are taken to Bethesarifah. And if the animals were mixed up prior to Zirikat Adam, they are all obligated in bringing a Pesach Sheni. The reason for this is because even the animals that were um, the Korbanot, the other four animals that were slaughtered, were fine to be slaughtered. They were not, uh, um, they were not still not allowed to be eaten prior to Zirikat Adam, because we did not know if they were kosher yet at that point. Nit'arivu ahar Zirikat, if the animals were mixed after Zirikat Adam, peturin mila'asot Pesach Sheni, they are exempt from doing Pesach Sheni. Sheim hikirivu Pesach Sheni, is if they, sh- they brought a, a Pesach, if they brought the Pesach Sheni, nintzaze shikriv barishon korban kasher, maybe hulin azara, if they all bring a Pesach Sheni, the four of the people come and bring um, an animal, um, a Pesach Sheni, when they don't need to. And, and it's as though this person who brings an animal is bringing a regular, normal animal that is Hulin into the courtyard. And because it's not, it's not, there's no obligation here for four out of the five people to bring the Pesach Sheni, and you're not, we're not allowed to, so the animal that he's bringing here is a real, is a regular animal, there's no reason for him to be bringing a Pesach Sheni, so it's, it's bringing Hulin La'azara, it's bringing a non-sacrificial animal to the courtyard of the Bishop Mikdash, and it's prohibited, as you mentioned in Hilchot Shechita, to um, slaughter Hulin in the Azara. And if they were all enumerated on one korban, it would be 
slaughtered for people who were not um, who were not oblig- who didn't have an obligation. And it's as though he, they did the Qurban for those who are, they did this Pesach for those who are not enumerated with it. And if they made the following, a condition that if it's not a Pesach, it should be a Shalamim, a regular um, Shalamim offering. And th- this sort of condition would not work because the dam of the Pesach is poured onto the Mizbeach and the blood of and the dam, the blood of the Shalamim is sprinkled on the wall of the Mizbeach. And as an initial preference, blood that should be sprinkled on the walls of the Mizbeach should not be poured on the on the Mizbeach as would be done with the Pesach Shini. And therefore, um, if this situation does arise, they are exempt from bringing the Pesach Shani. Amen.